Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. All right, glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on, tons to get to. Love being back in the saddle today. I'll explain where I was last week. We'll talk about that quite a bit. We'll also have uh, Dr. Katie Kuhlman on today. We're going to talk, we're going to have Cray News with Kay on a Monday. Lots going on, lots to get to. I appreciate you being here on your Monday. Oh, yes. Motown Monday. How's it going? It's going okay. How are you? Get it, get it done. Make it happen. Yeah. You didn't miss me at all, then? No, no. Wow. How oh, rude! Mm-hmm. Pretend like you're it not was rude. Party time. It's vacation. Got a brand new station today. You're gonna be rude right oh. out of the box. Really? Is that what you want them to do? Sorry hear? about that. No, I'm just kidding, people. I'm just kidding. Wow, she's not kidding. You'll find out quickly who the heavy is on the show. <laughs> yes, it's me. And it's not me. Um, yeah, brand new radio station. In Redding, California. And we love that. The people awesome. of California deserve the news. They deserve to be entertained. They deserve, they deserve to have some fun. They deserve to know mm-hmm. how mean you are as a, as a human being. Oh, no, no, no. They'll, they'll know who the mean is mean? on this show. Soon enough. By the way, it's, uh, it's KQMS. News Talk 105.7. We're on 7 to 10 p.m. in Redding, California. I love that. Polo's also in the house. Get it done. Sam, making it happen. So I, I like getting you. Carrie, you know I like getting email. I'm not going to spend eight, eight days on an email here. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, Saturday or Sunday, I was in Florida. I'll explain the whole thing. It, it's a little story time for you, if you don't mind. Can you do a little story time? Sure. So I'm in Florida, and I get an email from a guy. Don't you ever say you work your ass off again. Because you, you took are constantly days off. off, right? You're constantly <laughs> off. You hardly ever work ever. What? what are you talking about? All you do is take days off. No, I take that to mean he misses the show. He misses me. Misses us. And uh, and I took it as a compliment. But he was so rude about it. <laughs> I didn't even respond. You know, normally I would respond and say, "Just my ass" or whatever else. I didn't do any of that. I just was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. you know what? Probably the guy the really misses the show. I'm yeah. going to just take the high road here and just and just move on." But uh, yeah, he was so, and, and by, the, by the end of the, the email, don't you ever say you work your ass off again. Now, first of all, I don't say that. <laughs> what do I say? I don't say ass. Work your face off for people. Exactly, work people. my face off. Yeah. So if you listened well enough, he would know that. But he thinks I'm off every other day anyway, so it doesn't really matter, right? He's talking about me. Yeah. It's not you. He's he talking about you. I yeah, mean, no, no. you hardly ever take any days off. Three days I, off I get, for you is, that's That big. was crazy. That was big. And, and yeah. literally almost jumped on the air on Thursday. Going to find a studio, just jump on the air on Thursday. Mm. I almost did. Really? Wait, what's I had to be talked off the ledge. What's that? What was going on on Thursday? What well, happened? I did the thing Wednesday, and I had oh. all this information that I wanted to, to to throw out the people on Thursday. All right, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I almost did that, but I didn't. I held back. Now, he might be talking about, I took a long weekend on Easter. I'm sorry. I was being all Christian. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I did like a good Friday through like the Monday. So oh, I get four too. weeks off a year. Yeah. Four weeks. I take maybe two, if that. 
You, on the other hand, take eight. I don't know how you do it. Mm, I wish. I, I there's not a whole lot of work there. Not a whole lot of work happening there. the table yeah. when it comes to vacation days. And yep. you bring nothing to the table, so it's a difference. Wow. So, now, what, what? now people what? know. Now Reading people know. needs to understand who you are. Wow, that's rude. Reading, California, good morning. So All right, good evening. Rude. All right. So I was invited to the premiere of 2,000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. The premiere was at Mar-a-Lago. That just happens to be where one Donald Trump happens to live, right? Mm-hmm. I had not been to Mar-a-Lago, uh, Mar-a-Lago before, even though I grew up in Palm Beach County. I was on the west side of the tracks, and this is on the east side of the tracks. Um, this is on the east side of the Intercoastal, which means it's Palm Beach, which is like Worth Avenue and like the Breakers and all the, I mean, really ritzy. You got to you know, have Donald Trump Quitty money or the tweet. Kennedys money to live over there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They, they like, like those of us who were the servants the butlers the, the, and the maids lived on the other side of the, of the bridge. <laughs> right. So um, getting invited to that was really awesome. It coincides with my mother's birthday, which is a monumental birthday, which is ac- actually tomorrow. So I knew that I was going to go into town for her birthday. It's a big one. I didn't realize that the premiere was happening until I was invited like the next day. So, okay. So let me figure this out. The premiere's on the 4th. Her birthday's the 10th. I can't stay till the 10th. And um, I figured, okay, what we'll do is like a birthday party slash Mother's Day thing on Sunday, which made sense, right? Mm-hmm. So we go to to this thing, and, and I just want to just want to set the stage a little bit. And again, um, I had not been to Mar-a-Lago before. I've interviewed the the former president, I think, eleven times now, and one was at the White House where Sam went with me, and and you know we we've had him on the show just a billion times, and we love the access that we get. But I've never been to his house, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's big. So you pull up, you pull into Mar-a-Lago. First of all, I guess being the blue-collar guy I am, I went to the service entrance first. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, so this is the service entrance. If you could just go back, I wouldn't do this over here. So I went back around. My mom got all dressed up. You saw the pictures, I right? did. Yeah, great pictures. Now, for those who are looking for the pictures, I didn't put them. I put them on my Instagram story, which I guess disappears in 24 hours. Sam, should I just repost them just as a post on Instagram? Is that what you do? Yes, absolutely. I don't freaking know. Don't give me a hard time. Sam's the photographer in the family. So um, uh, we, we pull in, and there's this little guy, like, checking your name and your ID, making sure that you're uh, invited to the thing and whatever. My mother says, well, he doesn't look very mean, because, like, the Secret Service is going to be everywhere, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And just behind him is a guy, like, 6'8", holding an AR-15. Yee. I'm like, you don't see that guy? Yeah. Hello? They mean some business that guy. now. Mm. And by the way, Carrie, the AR-15 did not shoot anybody. It's no? so weird. Because uh, if you watch crazy. the news, the AR-15 will just shoot a person. Yeah, all by itself. Yeah. Just on its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we pull in, we get out of the out of the car, and immediately you're starting to see representatives and senators and, mm. and people that you would know in the media. And going in, I think you know this about me off the air, I don't go in expecting anybody to know who the hell I am. Yeah. I just go in, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to like just watch people. I'm going to see, you know, who's, who does what, who's the loud person, who's the laughing, who's a, a you know, a sourpuss, the whatever. observer, yeah. Right, I'm going to be the observer. So I walk in and immediately, you know, Troy Nails, the representative, hey, Joe Pags, go, let's take a picture, let's do this. And I'm like, oh, crap, I guess, I guess I'll be known. I don't know. What do I know, right? What do I know? I don't know. Yeah. I'm walking in going, I'm not going to know anything. So we go in there. Now, I grew up in South Florida, as I just said, as I've mentioned a million times. I'm wearing a black suit and a black shirt. And a dark tie, not realizing the first three hours is going to be outside. Dude, wow. Well, I can't go in shorts. No, you know I mean? no, no. But all those dark colors. Right. Mm. So so I find mom a chair. She doesn't like standing up too long, got the knee issues. And and now she's just people watching. Now I'm mm. just going, here, here's Bongino. 
here's Lauren Boebert, here's uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, here's you know Matt Gates. You're saying a lot of Laura Logan's there. You saw the Laura Logan pictures, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, actually she's gone viral. I mean, these are like memes, uh, not with me. No, yeah, yeah. we took some very nice pictures together, yeah. but um, there's a picture of her with Kyle Rittenhouse, who I didn't even realize was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this picture, I don't know if he's still 17 or if he's 18 now, but he clearly is scared to death of looking at I know. <laughs> you don't. You know what I mean? He, his eyes are straight ahead. Yes. Right. He's not looking over there. Yes. Now, yes, Laura won't good. be mad at me saying this. There's a lot of Cleveland going on. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. There's a, yes. there's a lot, there's a lot going on Indeed. there. Indeed. Yeah. So, yep. so this guy, I, I remember being 18. I wouldn't have looked at her either. Mm-hmm. Now, at 55, I don't care. It took like seven pictures with her. I don't care. <laughs> but at 18, I, you know, I would I would have been eyes straight forward. Looking anywhere I, but, yeah. Right. And I think the memes were Kyle Rittenhouse not falling for the trigger of, uh, of uh, um, uh, I don't yeah. know, eye, eye contact or something. But here's the picture. He's like looking completely almost the opposite direction of where she's standing and looking. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I didn't even see it. She sent it to me going, look at this one. So I'm like, okay. Um, but, but she was great. And Dinesh was great. Debbie was great. Danielle, who's Dinesh's daughter, was sort of the MC. She was great. You're seeing everybody that you would know. You've got Brandon Tatum, who, of course, started everything here on this show, um, who's now just huge in social media, and it was just announced he's going to start doing a radio show. Uh, Larry Elder was there. Uh, uh, Dennis Prager. Just, you know, just think of the person. Yeah, there they were. Who? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And the one picture, oh, uh, Andrew Giuliani was there, who I hope is the next uh, governor of New York, Rudy's son. And I, we couldn't find where. I said, where's your dad? He said, I don't know. He's here somewhere. So I have never met. This is going to be stunning to you. I've never met Rudy Giuliani, although we're very hmm. good friends. Oh, okay. And like he comes on my show. Hey, Pags, I love you. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like we're family. So I try to find where he is, and I find where he is, and there's just a crowd around this guy. Mm, I'm sure. Now, at this point, I've been outside for two or three hours. He was inside where we were watching the movie, and um, and he's all cooled off and everything else. Carrie, I'm not exaggerating. This is not radio exaggeration. I didn't realize it, but I like scratched my chest or something. My shirt was just soaking wet. Oh. Top to bottom. I didn't then notice it on the I adjust, picture, but... I adjust my jacket. The jacket is dripping, soaking through and through wet. Mm. Not a little bit. I was soaking wet as if I bathed in the jacket. Ooh, wow. How so sweaty I was. basically you don't want anybody putting your arm, their arm nothing. around you. or Nothing. Ah. Like a meeting people, I'm going, I'm a little sweaty. Be, oh, yeah. A little. a little sweaty. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was done, right? And and here we are. Here's the irony. We're all standing around a gigantic pool. <laughs> like, course, I need to find no. my way in that pool. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't do it. It was so hot. So, um, uh, um, uh, oh, by the way, one, one guy falls in. No, did somebody I kid you really? Not. I'm talking to Logan, and she goes, I guess it's a party now, because he's in, he's on his back, he's holding his drink up so it doesn't spill, <laughs> and he's just in the pool. Well, he got the important thing. And, and, and what do you drink. think I said? I look right at him, what do you think I said? Uh, oh, I don't know. One word. I don't know. What, what did you say? Really? No, I can't. That's all what? he got from me. What? No, that's what I said to him. Oh. I looked at him and I went, Really? Because oh. <laughs> here you are with 400 dignitaries and people that you should probably know and not fall in the pool around. Ooh, and he's yeah. just in the pool. And he's looking back and he's going like, That's a little embarrassing. I'm like, it's done. you're done for the day. When everybody's you're done looking for the day. You're you. in Trump's pool yeah. at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> and it was, now that's a story to tell. To be a, right. So, so he's probably got an even, even better story to tell. Now, it wasn't a guy that I knew either. I'd tell you who he was if I did. I didn't know who he was. So I go and I, I, I make my way to Rudy. Maria sees me. And she's like, she pulls me over. 
And I say hello to Rudy. He puts his arm on. I'm sweaty mess. He doesn't care. He's giving me a hug and whatever. And I said, can I get a quick picture, Mayor? He says, no. Straight face. No. I said, all right, well, listen, it's nice to say, yeah, get out of here, Pags, and we're taking pictures. Uh-huh. So we took the picture and yeah. whatever. And, and, and the, um, there were two moments that my mother, it's like I, you figured that she would say, oh, I love that my son brought me, and it was a really great time with my son. No, no, no. Hmm. The one moment was she was so glad to meet Dan Bongino. I'm like, come oh, on, really? Nice. Really, yeah. freaking Bongino? <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, I, I, we made our way to Rudy again. As he was leaving, we were leaving. And again, there's a circle of people around him, and they, they pull my mother in. They, somebody says, "Hey, this is Pag's mother," hmm. and he grabs her like her face, just grabs her face with both hands. You're lovely, and kisses her on the forehead. <laughs> and then okay. they take a picture together or whatever. It was, oh, it was, it was the biggest, sweet. it was the that's biggest Paisan Goomba moment I've had in years. That's I'm like, awesome. this is like we're like in the in the Giuliani family now. It was very interesting. So your mama but, had a good time then. Oh, dude. No, she says it was just a, a day for the ages. Awesome. I don't think she's washed her forehead yet. <laughs> well, I don't I don't think she has. Soon. Yeah. But you've That's seen the great. pictures. Now, I'll post the pictures again somewhere. Should. Yeah. For those who follow me on Twitter, I, I think I individually posted them on Twitter. Then Dinesh posted a bunch on Twitter, and I was involved in that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the pictures are everywhere. It was a really good time. Now, there were people there that didn't realize were there. And there were people there I didn't recognize who didn't know me, but then I later found out who they were. So it was one of those things where you've got just a few hours and you want to get as much FaceTime as you can with people. Like I hung out mm-hmm. with Dave Rubin and, and uh, um, the guy from The B, uh, Seth Dillon. So, you know, it, there was a lot going on all at once. Mm-hmm. Now, but did, the meaning of it, go ahead. Did former President Trump, was he like mixing in, mingling with the no. crowd or no? Okay. No mixing and mingling. Uh, okay. Danielle announced him. Because you saw the picture that I think I yeah. sent you a picture of him. Yeah. And he goes on stage. He does about 35 minutes. It's like a comedy routine. And it's like poignant about the election. He was he was really on. Hmm. He did a really, really good job. And um, after that, then gave it back to Danielle, who announced the movie. And we watched the movie. It was the premiere of the movie. And uh, True the Vote, uh, Catherine Engelbrecht, who we've had on this program before, and Dinesh put this together. They've got like verifiable GPS tracking information of these people, thousands of mules that were, uh, according to what they found in the movie, stuffing drop boxes filled with ballots they shouldn't have had. Mm-hmm. And it's stunning. If, if you hadn't had a chance to see it, I think there was a premiere in Las Vegas where you could watch it online, and that got sold out almost immediately. Then 80,000 people watched it on Rumble last Saturday night. So it's getting a lot of legs, but the media automatically... AP fact check. Oh, this is not incomplete. Um, uh, PolitiFact. This is not. This does not show it. The election was the most secure election ever. I'm here to tell you. They don't go after Dominion machines. They don't say China jumped in. They show verifiable public access video, along with GPS, cell phone tracking, and data that was available that they ended up buying. And they put they put it together. And they show these people individually. We're going to anywhere from five to ten different drop boxes, dropping off a bunch of ballots at every drop box hmm. and you, you have to see it. Now, listen, anybody who's watching and listening right now, you will be told that this information is not true. And that fact check untrue. Watch the movie. The information is just data. It's not anybody making anything up. It's real data. They coincide it with real video and you'll see the story they present from the 2020 election. I urge you to go to 2000 mules.com. They're not paying me. They're not asking me to say this. I'm telling you, I saw the movie. My mother agrees that you're watching it. I mean, forget what I say. My mother says you got to watch it. Hello. Um, but, oh, hello. 
But the bottom line is, you will see information about the 2020 election you had no clue about and that nobody wants you to hear. It's so good, the information, that Rumble suffered a hacker attack on Saturday night to try to stop them from playing the video. That's how big a deal it is. So um, you got to go to 2000mules.com, go and check it out. And um, yeah, it was just, Carrie's a great time. It it certainly was an amazing get together. It sucked that I was soaking wet half of the time, Mm. but I wasn't the guy who fell in the pool. So I didn't look, you you saw the pictures. I didn't look like I was a sweaty mess. No, you didn't actually. No, I would never. But I was a sweaty mess. Trust me when I say that. Okay. I believe you. Uh, 888-941-PAGS. I wonder who watched this movie over the weekend. I wonder if you see the data and if you've got any questions about it. I'll certainly talk about that. We'll get back into Roe v. Wade. We'll get back into all sorts of stuff. We'll talk actually with uh, Katie Kuhlman, the, the clinical psychologist. We'll even talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Oh, yeah, we went there. Oh, yes, we did, Carol. Okay, good. good. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's talking so, about that. So uh, 2,000 Mules, any questions you have about it? Any concerns you have about it? Did you see it? What were your thoughts on it? We'll take those calls. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. It's a Motown Monday. Hopefully you got a chance to check out um, 2,000 Mules. If you haven't yet, make plans to do that. Go to 2,000mules.com. I'm pretty sure you can digitally download the movie. This is a movie by Dinesh D'Souza and his wife, Debbie. Um, Catherine Engelbrecht from True the Vote. They collected the data, got together with Dinesh and Debbie, and they put the data together. And um, it's it's amazing because it's it's like geo-tracking where you see the dots of where that phone was. And there's no reason for one phone to visit 10 different drop boxes at like 2.30 in the morning. It doesn't make any sense. And then there's video that they're able to coincide with this, uh, with this geo-tracking technology. And when you add the video in, all of a sudden, you've got the person, the person who's doing it, they're dropping ballots. They're then taking pictures of the ballots being put in because that was sort of the, the, the rule that they had to do. It, it, it was, it's kind of crazy. I'll be honest with you. It's kind of nuts. You got to go and check it out, 2000mules.com. I want to hear from you, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. You thought lockdowns are over? They aren't. It's according to Cheryl Chumley. Cheryl's a top editor at the Washington Times, and her new book, Lockdown, reveals a socialist plan to take away your freedom. In lockdown, she tells how COVID has opened the door for a full-scale attack on your freedom, the values of Christians and Jews, and even Trump supporters. This week, Cheryl Chumley is on the Chris Salcedo Show, uh, talking about the dangers in, in lockdown. You got to check out this book. Every day, Chris Salcedo is on Newsmax telling you the truth. The big media won't. So tune into the Salcedo Show today on Newsmax. I watch Newsmax all the time. I appear on Newsmax. Go and check it out for yourself. You're going to like it. It's on all major cable systems, streaming platforms too. Just download the free Newsmax app on your phone. Something I got, I think, in 2016. I've had it since then, and I use it all the time, especially traveling like I have been for the past few days. Mike Huckabee is telling everyone to read Cheryl Chumley's Lockdown. He says the threat is real. Get Lockdown on Amazon and in bookstores, and watch Cheryl Chumley on Newsmax's Chris Alcedo Show, and watch it today. Again, get this book. It's called Lockdown. You're going to like it. All right, 888 pags JoePags.com. We come back. All of your phone calls, phones are ringing about people who've seen it, people with questions about 2,000 mules. We're coming right back. Stay here. Joe Pegg Show.
Hey, glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Lots to talk about. The Joe Pag Show on your radio, on your screen. If you want to watch the show like it's a TV show, you just stop by JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com, and click on Watch Now, and you'll see the actual live video. You'll see Carrie. You'll see Polo. You'll see Sam. You'll see my big fat head. And trust me, it's a big fat head. You know what I'm saying? Um, what's that, Carrie? I didn't say anything. Mm, but you look like you wanted to when I said big fat head. Well, I did. I was nodding, actually. I was nodding. You were schnodding? What is that? I meant to say nodding, not schnodding. Schnodding? Is, is, is that schnodding, nodding in Nebraska? I was nodding my head in agreement. I gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, all right. So um, I'm, I'm in the chat room, and everybody's using a fake name. And fake name people who subscribe to the chat, they're very nice, and they support the stream, are telling me that there's a breaking news story. No, no, I saw it on this one, and I saw it on that one. Here's the bottom line. I love you guys like brothers and sisters. You're all using fake names. You're not my news sources. But the heads up did have me ask my news lady, lady, news lady Carrie, to go and check it out. Now, I've been following this, although I haven't been on the air since it happened, and there's like this six eight or six nine inmate mm-hmm. that was helped to escape by this little tiny uh, corrections officer. And uh, have they or have they not been caught? They have. Uh, from Vox News, the days-long manhunt for an escaped Alabama murder suspect Casey Cole White and the high-ranking jail guard Vicki White came to a close on Monday, more than 10 days after the pair fled from, according to officials. A U.S. Marshal Service spokesperson confirmed the news in an email to Fox News Digital acknowledging Casey was in custody. Vicki was hospitalized with a self-inflicted gunshot wound, Indiana law enforcement officials confirmed. Casey White and Vicki White are in custody. Lauderdale County Sheriff Rick Singleton confirmed to reporters during a press conference later on Monday. Law enforcement caught up to the couple in Evansville, Indiana, Monday afternoon when a police chase ensued, Singleton said. The couple then crashed the vehicle, at which time Casey White surrendered and Vicki White was taken to an area hospital for treatment. What I'm very thankful for tonight is that no one was hurt, no citizens were hurt, no law enforcement officers were hurt as a result of this escape, Singleton went on. Vicki and Casey White are not related but share a special relationship, according to the sheriff. Casey White, a convicted felon facing pending murder charges, has a history of carjackings and violent crime and was considered armed and extremely dangerous. He has a long rap sheet with convictions for attempted murder, armed robbery, animal cruelty and kidnapping. Um... Vicki White was the assistant director of corrections at the Lauderdale County Detention Center and is accused of helping the suspected killer escape. So here's the thing. It's interesting. They're both named White, but they're not related. Correct. Um, so that's that very, very odd. And talk about odd. What an odd couple. She's a law enforcement officer. He's a criminal, like a bad dude, like a really bad guy. Uh, he's gigantic. He's 6'8", six, 6'9", six, and she's a little tiny person. And so the gunshot wound that we're hearing about, she she does that to herself, according to investigators. That is right. Self-inflicted. So, I mean, I can I be honest? When we were talking about this at my mom's house over the weekend down in Florida, um, you know, the conversation was, he's just going to kill her. I mean, he just wanted to get out. Mm-hmm. I mean, this isn't some, you That's found your soulmate in prison. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's tragic to hear that she's horribly injured by herself. Um, but I'm glad that they caught him because you didn't need this guy running around and somebody who's that unstable as she was to help him out to get away, um, knowing how bad a guy he is. You know, it's not like he changed because he met the love of his mm-hmm. life, you know, the prison guard. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad happen. they're back in custody. That, that story was being watched very, very closely. So I appreciate the update. Thank you. And yes, chat, the people who are watching the stream, you were very helpful, but I can never, ever take your word for it because you're not my news source. But I think I think they understand that. Carrie, haven't I explained that before? I think yes, I have. they have. I think they understand that. You got to check it out. 
got to check it out first. Of course. Of course. Of mm-hmm. course. You know what's weird is the first source that CJ sent me was TMZ. They're, they're either really, really good or they suck. And I can't figure I out with TMZ. Do you use them as they're a news source at all in what you do? No, I, I don't. I do not. I mean, because they got something so wrong. Oh, I think it was the Jesse Smollett thing, right? Paula, wasn't that when I got mad at them? The Jesse Smollett thing, they took his side immediately? I think so. Yeah, I mean, it, when, when you're, listen, I understand the Jesse Smollett thing is, a, is an entertainment news story, and TMZ is 30 Mile Zone, which is really basically that part of L.A. that's Hollywood. Um, they, I, I actually thought of them kind of as a news source until they went completely off the rails. And then they misunderstood what Kanye West said about allowing yourself to be enslaved. They, like, really attacked him for saying people are allowing themselves to be enslaved. Paul, you remember that when they reported that and they like really came after Kanye about that? Yeah, I like, think so. Like, you can't so. use the word slavery. I'm like, well, he's saying that mentally we're still being enslaved today when we shouldn't be. I think it was didn't have to do with him saying something about like 400 years or 500 years and, and they were trying to... He was trying to tell black people in America today, stop allowing yourself to be enslaved yeah. in your mind. He actually said in your mind. And there was like a black reporter. I think the guy's got long, like long um, braids or something in his hair that does a lot of the stuff with Harvey Levin, who like really took offense to it. I'm like, why? Why are you offended? You can be I, enslaved in your mind. I think the last time that I used him, and they actually got this correct, uh, was the death of Michael Jackson. Wow. Well, I mean, and, again, that was their beat. They had somebody on. That I know. Beat. Yeah, it was entertainment. Yeah, I get that. But and I remember. Okay, that was the first source that I saw. But I wanted to make sure because I didn't want to go with TMZ. Right. And then everybody else seemed to follow, but they were the first ones to report that. And the thing is, they didn't just report what Jesse Smollett said. They called it a hate crime. They called it an anti-gay homophobia thing. They called it a MAGA crime. They called it a far a far right-wing white supremacist crime. They, like, went all in. They were all in the bag. What he said is true. It happened. That's it. And we have to change America. And, of course, you know, when it turned out that he was a big, fat, lying liar, there wasn't that much of a retraction. It was like, okay, it really turns out it didn't happen. But it wasn't like this big, explosive story anymore. The, the lie should be more explosive than, than the original story that they bought because that lie could have caused a civil war in the country. So it's, at that point, they weren't a source for me anymore. Um, but there you go. I'm glad that you got it out there. That is the latest information we have. For, and that's Lauderdale, Alabama? Mm, yes. Because I was just in Fort Lauderdale today, <laughs> Florida. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, the white and white have been caught. And she, uh, is it is it like she's going to die? Did they say what her condition um, is? Th- they didn't say. They right. didn't say. I'll keep Appreciate looking. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Let me go to the phone lines and say hello and welcome. We're talking about 2,000 Mules. If you're just joining us, it's the next D'Souza's latest movie. It's a documentary. He joins forces with Catherine Engelbrecht and, and True the Vote. Sam, let's get her on soon. We've had her on before. Let's get her on again. Um, and they use real data, real information, real G, um, um, GPS tracking through phones, through cell phones. That It's data that's available and public access, publicly paid for video cameras that were supposed to be trained on all of these drop boxes showing people dropping ballot after ballot after ballot off in these ballot like dropping them literally on the floor, picking them back up, putting them back in the box where they were stuffing the ballot boxes according to their information. You have to see this movie. Go to 2000mules.com. It's actually the number 2000, 2000mules.com. We go to the phone line, say hi to Dan in Minnesota. Dan, what's going on? Thanks, Joe. Great show as always. Thank you, brother. Wife and I watched, yeah, wife and I watched it Saturday night, and it's, it's, uh, it's a great film, extremely disturbing, 
And the first question that comes to my mind is why conservative talk show hosts refuse to talk about it. Well, you realize I, that I, you realize that I'm a you realize that I'm a talk show. Talk about well, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You realize that I'm a, I'm a talk sure. show host who happens to be conservative, right? I mean, I'm talking about it. I know, but I'm talking about others, your colleagues. I have no idea. There are guys at Salem. I listen to them all the time. At Salem? I try to call in and talk about it. They won't even watch it. They won't even talk about it. Dan, you realize that every talk show host in that movie was a Salem talk show host. (laughs) But there are some that weren't in the movie that are nationally. In fact, the guy, Mark Davis, who filled in with Dennis Prager today. Mark Davis is he's not a national guy. He won't even take my call. Mark Davis is a local Dallas host. Right, right. He's that, for Prager. Okay. Well, well, Dennis Prager was a, was a prominent figure in the movie, and he certainly didn't shy away from it. Dan, I don't know why people do and, and why they don't do. What I do know is I watched the movie, and as an American, it bothered me. As a former journalist, it bothered me. As somebody who wants righteous, integral elections or integrity-filled elections, it bothered me. And I'm going right. to keep on talking about it. I appreciate you. And, and again, I love Dan like a brother. I am never going to be able to give you an answer as to why some other host doesn't do something. And I hope nobody ever calls another host and asks why Joe Paggs isn't doing something. Did I just use third person again, Carrie? Did I, just, I don't like you doing You really that. did, I know. You know why you the use Joe Pags it all the show time. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Well, now that I've been at Mar-a-Lago, <laughs> Joe Paggs right. really enjoyed Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> and Joe Paggs was a sweaty mess. Mm. So um, it, it's, not, it's not my place to say why they are or, not, or are not talking about it. A, I don't listen to them. I'm busy all day. I'm not listening to talk radio. B... Even though I did listen, I probably wouldn't listen for the entire show all week long, and they might have mentioned it. I have no idea. And see, I'm not producing their shows. So if they're not doing what you want them to do or what you expect them to do, Carrie, what can they do? They, they can change the channel. I don't have what? to listen. Yeah. Yes. So you're saying you can flip them off. Yeah. So at, at the end of the day, Dan, I'm, I'm with too. you that conservative talk show hosts should probably be concerned about what happened in 2020. But if they decide not to do it, that's okay. That's their show. And if their show is still successful not doing what you want them to do, good, they'll last. If it's not successful because people like you shut it off, they won't last. But I'm never, ever, ever, never going to be able to give a comment on what you say a talk show host does or doesn't do because I have no firsthand experience hearing what he or she is or isn't doing. Let me go to uh, Scott in San Antonio. Scott, what's up? Hey, Joe, love the show. Just wanted to ask you a quick question. What do you think about the government board of disinformation if it's related to this 2,000 mules coming out? I thought it might have been because Elon Musk is taking over Twitter, but this might be a cause. I don't think I'll they... I'll the answer later. Yeah, okay. Thank you, Scott. I don't think, the, I don't think they knew. This disinformation czar lady, this Nina Jankowitz or whatever her name is, um, she's like a 33-year-old doofus. She's like one of those really nerdy people that you had in class that probably didn't speak much and suddenly blossomed into this you know, radical left-wing, you know, loser. She's somebody who says that, who said the Steele dossier was, was real and stood behind it and that Hunter Biden was a fake story. I mean, she should not be any, any, anywhere near anything called disinformation board. But I do think that this was the counterbalance to Elon Musk making the purchase of Twitter. I don't think it had anything to do with 2,000 mules. But that doesn't mean they won't take action in regard to 2,000 mules. The information in this movie is so above reproach, it's ridiculous. You have to see the movie. You have to check it out and and watch the information they bring. Four million pieces of information. Four million. It is above reproach. Now, the the so-called fact-checkers are going after it. And what they're saying is, it's incomplete data. 
or it's um, misrepresented data. And then they say things like, well, there are plenty of states in the union that allow you to vote um, with several ballots if you're bringing in ballots for your family members. And that makes sense. Okay, that's true. For some states, some states you can't even do that. But the problem is these mules were going to five to ten different drop boxes with five to ten ballots each. So unless they have 50 or 100 relatives that they were dropping, and you can't. It's got to be like your immediate family. It may be like an invalid or an elderly person who can't go. You can't vote 50 times. You can't vote 100 times. And some of them, according to the video and the data, appear to be doing that. That's an issue. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for being here. It is the Joe Pag Show for your Monday, Motown Monday. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you taking the time. Lots going on, lots to get to. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Uh, discussing 2,000 mules. So, Carrie, as I sit here, I'm hearing that um, The Five wouldn't mention the movie. Tucker Carlson wouldn't me- mention the movie. Hmm. Things on Twitter saying that Newsmax wouldn't mention the movie. I don't know what's going on, but, but let me make this clear that you should be your own best judge when it comes to something like this. Don't take the AP's word for it, PolitiFact's word for it, my word for it. Take your own word for it. Watch the movie. Now, I, I'll be honest with you. I saw it for free. Carrie, does that make me cheap? Yes, it does, actually. Wow. Mm, yes. Wow. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is how cute my mother is. My mother says, as we're there with all these dignitaries, all these people that she knows from TV, all these people she knows from politics, and we're, we're watching the movie, after the movie, she says, Joey, take a picture of the, of the chandelier. <laughs> I love Come that. Come on, dude. Come I on, man. it was gorgeous. Like, really, Mom? Mm. So I took a picture, and then I, then I looked up, because I'm a dude. I didn't notice the freaking chandeliers. Of course, yeah. I looked it, up. There were like 50 thing. of them. So then I took a long picture of all, like all 50. I'll send you a picture of it. But uh, it was very cute. And then... Now, I don't know if this is mean of me, because, mm. you know, I'm her little boy. But she said, she, I kept asking, oh, do you feel okay? I carried her purse around like the, like the man oh, I am. You know, so yeah, sweet. I was that guy. Yeah. So uh, she, we were sitting for a long time. I said, do you feel okay? She got, you know, leg, the legs hurt every once in a while. She said, well, my legs hurt a little bit for sitting too. I said, all right, let's stand up. She said, well, my legs hurt if I stand up. So in Mar-a-Lago, in the Grand Ballroom, I did sort of a mid-squat between sitting and standing. I said, well, then just stand like this. She burst out laughing. Knock it off, mm-hmm. Joey. Hmm. Come on, I, 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 would, yeah. I would demonstrate it on camera, but I, I don't feel like it. But uh, no, I sort of did, I, I was that guy for a minute. Yeah. And then as I'm doing the mid-squat, somebody else, hey, Joe Pags, hey. I, and I'm like, now I have, do I stand up or sit down? What do I do now? You got to stand up. I'm in between. Yeah. I'm in between. Like, Carrie. what's he doing over there? Yeah. The reason I didn't ask you is because I didn't want you to embarrass me. How would I embarrass you? They had alcohol there. What? I still wouldn't embarrass you. What are you talking stop, about? Stop. Stop. 941 packs. We will talk Roe v. Wade um, because now suddenly Sam Alito had to take his wife and, and get out of town and go to an undisclosed location. And before we, we'll do that next hour, Carrie. Before mm-hmm. we do that, let me just ask you one simple sort of anticipatory question. Yes. 
What if somebody in Sam Alito's office had leaked out that draft opinion? What if somebody in John Roberts' office would have done that? Yeah. Somebody in Amy Coney Barrett's office would have done that. We still don't know who released it. You got to be kidding me. Now, did you, you must be kidding me? Uh, read the story that I sent you about the View, and what Sunny oh, yes. Host and Hostin, you know, talking about yeah, this Hostin, weekend protest yeah. in front of you yep. know Chief Justice John Roberts' house and Brett Kavanaugh's house. Yeah, it's yeah. I did a, um, I did three TikToks today. One was on. Um, let me see what the heck this is on. One is on cars. They're trying to, in California. They're trying to kill the the level of sound, the audio that comes out of a car tailpipe. You know, mm, I love cars. I know you like them loud, don't you? Uh, yeah, love them loud. Absolutely. Uh, another one is on the protests and and making Sam Alito leave his house. The third one is on is on Hostin saying it's it's kind of okay to do that because yeah. at the end of the day you get the right result. Maybe John Roberts will do this, that, and the other. What? So the first two, one has fifteen thousand, one has sixteen thousand. The one on Hostin that I posted almost the exact same time is four thousand. Really? So they're squelching it. Okay. Yeah, you want yeah. to go after the left, man. Yeah. You're in trouble. Okay. You can't do that. I got time for a quick call here. Let me say hello to Liz in Minnesota. Liz, about a minute. Let's go. Yeah, hi. Thanks for taking my call. appreciate your show. Thank you. Um, I bought tickets a week before the premiere, um, and I'm in Minnesota, and so I saw it last Wednesday. I, I was just amazed. And then right after, I went and I bought the DVD, so Good. I'll get that soon so I can show it to whoever. And then I rewatched it again yesterday because you kind of got to rewatch to catch things. And obviously, we know it's not going to change the outcome. Right. But it gives you a backup. It gives you like, yes, this did happen. Well, they, see, that, see, that, that isn't the intention. That's a great point that you just brought up, Liz, and I appreciate you calling in. It's a great point. Carrie, nobody is saying overturn the 2020 election. Nobody is saying that. Mm-mm. The reason why you have this movie and the reason why you have this proof they offer of ballot stuffing and ballot harvesting and these mules is so it doesn't happen this November. Right. So that it doesn't happen in 2024. That's why. So I don't understand if it's true that these networks are stepping back from it. I don't know why. Because what they're showing is public, publicly owned videotape. And they're showing this geo-tracking technology that is above reproach. And they're tying the two together. And they're making, they're making, they're showing the end game. They're making not only assumptions, but they're actually making conclusions. Keep it here. Coming back. This is the Joe Pegg Show.